2024 and here we are back in the downstairs area of the lovely Gawler Civic Centre in the Cultural Heritage Research Centre. Reading, looking back through the files of the bunyip, my name is Kay, I'm one of your readers along with Jeanette. Hello Jeanette. Hi Kay. It's great to be back and you know what the weather, we always talk about the weather, yes. it's is so lovely for this time of year, usually it's hot and stinking, it's a bit humid today but I like it. I prefer blue sky myself. Oh, I do hate you? the overcast. I hate it. Oh, do yeah. you? Yeah. I went out in the sun, so I went, took the yes. dog for a walk mm. along the beach. Mm. It was cloudy and I still got, got burnt. UV yes. burn. Yeah. Mm. It, that sun is fierce. It, it is. is. So, yeah. anyway, we're summer, we're, the days are getting shorter again because we passed the 21st yes. of um, December or 22nd of mm. December, depending on which yeah. calendar you like. And we're heading into a new year and new thoughts and new ideas and old plans that backfire. Mm-hmm. 150 years ago, give a man a chance. A wide awake minister who found his congregation going to sleep one Sunday before he had fairly commenced suddenly exclaimed, Reverend, this isn't fair. It isn't giving a man half a chance. Wait till I get along and then, if I ain't worth listening to, go to sleep. But don't, before I get commenced, give a man a chance. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that maybe with the the bunny of listeners. um, (laughs) Article about the English actor Andrew Scott was uh, performing Hamlet and the rest end in London and doing his great soliloquy. And he noticed somebody pull out a laptop and start doing email or something on a laptop, and oh, he just stopped. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he stopped mid-soliloquy and waited until the guy put the laptop away. <laughs> That's just rude. I remember years and years and years ago, we went down to see a, a pair of comedians called Hinge and Bracket. And they were two males, but they dressed as women. And... We got there in time, and then people were coming in, right? Um, oh, do come in. And they welcome every latecomer in. Uh-huh. And so finally the last ones uh-huh. were sort of cringing as they went and sat, and I bet they never ran late again. Served <laughs> 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 so them Yes. Okay, 100 years ago. Gun fired at a train. A passenger on the Tarawi Adelaide train reported that a window was smashed by a bullet when the train was about three miles north of Wosley's. Mrs. Johnson of Elberton, who was sitting near the window nursing her three-year-old baby, had a narrow escape from injury as apart from being nearly hit by the bullet, she and her child had fragments of glass scattered over them. Ooh, that's nasty, yes, isn't it? Yeah. Obviously. And, and we missed the Tarawi to Adelaide train too. Although, does that go, is that covered by the Indian Pacific? Does that still go through Tarawi? I don't know. To Broken Hill? Oh, not Wasleys, no, 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 nothing goes through Wasleys anymore. No, because that line's closed. That closed yeah. with the Hamley Bridge line closed. Mm. We went the last service before the Sir Malcolm Barclay Harvey, the, the engine, oh, moved yes, down yes. to Mount Barker mm. when the yes, gauge yes. changed. Mm. So, God, yes. it's funny what you remember, isn't it? Yeah. I don't remember what year it was. <laughs> yeah, those country train services were good, except when you got shot at. No. Yeah. That wouldn't have been very nice. That happened it? to my cousin's daughter out on the train to Kalgoorlie about oh, really? 20 years ago. Somebody fired a bullet at the window. It didn't go through, didn't break, because probably they've toughened yeah. the glass yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. But, yes, she was 
right, she was doing her makeup in the mirror or something, and the bullet hit with her face. Oh my so, god! Yeah. Someone was aiming at her. Yes, yeah, so oh. she felt like someone was aiming at her. Oh, the hell, dreadful. Yes. Fifty years ago, new five hundred thousand dollars Civic Centre urged. There was an urgent need for additional and improved accommodation for both elected members and the Office of Administrative Staff for the Town Council. The Town Clerk, Mr A.R. Warhurst, reported at Monday night's meeting, dot, 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 replace the present inadequate town facilities. Estimated cost of the new centre was $500,000. Mr Warhurst outlined a two-stage plan. Stage one of the plan provides for various rooms and facilities suitable for the needs of council for, quote, about the next 50 years, end quote. In stage two, Mr Warhurst proposed a small hall to include a stage and dressing rooms and a large hall to also include a stage and dressing rooms. I don't think that went ahead. No, I think it took a long time to finally get the upgrade in the facilities. 50 years back. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Because it's only, yeah, really in the last, well, this building got its upgrade a couple of years ago. Yeah. And they really firmly, I think they had offices around the place, but really consolidated that office space. Up at um, where the tape used to be. In High Street, yes. Yes, 50 years ago was a time when councils everywhere were rapidly expanding, I Mm. think. Mm. And just the requirements of what they had to do. Absolutely. It was a huge change. Yeah. So, you know, when my father got the building surveyor job, he was the building surveyor, that was it. Mm. And around 50 years ago, it all started changing. He started to get employ staff. And yeah. within, like, 10 years, he had four or five people working yeah. under him. Yeah. So there's this huge expansion yes. on services and what was required yeah. of councils. Yeah. And people don't understand that... You know, we still have people that try to get elected as councillors and get elected as councillors that say, oh, we have too many staff, too many, quote, girls in the office, you know, and it's like when they start to outline all the legislative requirements they have to fulfil, you understand why there's so many staff. Yeah, yeah. 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 25 years ago, Freeling hit by robberies. The Freeling area was hit by a spate of break-ins between Christmas and New Year. In the first incident, a home, shed and tractors were entered on a Templar's property on December the 26th, 27. Radios, tools and CD players were among the several thousand dollars worth of items stolen. The same night, eight separate shed breaks occurred in Freeling. Power tools and garden tools were the main item's target. Police suspected the same offenders were responsible for all eight break-ins. It's problems, aren't they? Yes. Crime spate this Christmas in around Adelaide. Oh, just so many thieves around. Yes. Ten years ago, boys saved dogs from grisly death. The bravery of three local boys helped save 12 dogs from a devastating fire that killed five others at a private kennel facility in two worlds. The fire caused an estimated $20,000 in damage to two sheds at Azrin Kennels. While kennel owner Louise Crossman was at work at the time, her sons Ryle and Connor and friend Jake Borlace leapt into action when they saw the flames. The boys ran next door to get help from a neighbour and called emergency services before grabbing hoses to try and extinguish the fire. Saving the 12 dogs. Wow. Good mm. kids. Yes. So they'd be in their mm. 20s now, those mm. boys. I hope they're still good citizens. And that's it for yes. this week, Jeanette. That is it, indeed. We'll speak next week when it's... Oh, did I mention the... I didn't mention the day of the bunyip. No. It's Wednesday the... the 3rd of January, 2024. Yes, <laughs> the first bunyip for this year. First one for this year. Okay. Speak and soon. Yes, until next week, Kate. Okay.
来。